1: Yeah. Run it back nation. What is good? Sixers nation, Sixers sickos. We are here. We are in the we are in the heat of the NBA season. This is where it really starts to ramp up. This is where the attention really starts to uh turn towards the NBA, especially with the Eagles being the frauds that they were. 2 days ago or yesterday, last night actually. Um The Philadelphia 76ers take out the Denver Nuggets 126 to 121 in an epic clash of the titans. Joel Embiid versus Nikola Jokic, the two MVP uh to, the two top MVP candidates every year of both of these guys primes. Now we'll probably, these guys will probably be the top two MVP candidates for another five years. I I wouldn't be totally shocked. Uh, we finally got the matchup. You know, we got one last year in Philly, Joel kicked his ass and then Joel sat the game that they played in Denver. Everyone said he was ducking. All right. This season's a little bit different. This season, Joel Embiid is not on a back-to-backs restriction. Nick nurse and everybody has a little bit of a different plan and they've they've been saying, Hey, if Joel's healthy, he's going to play the 76ers. Yes. On a back-to-back Joel Embiid plays the back-to-back against Nikola Jokic in Philly and absolutely positively dominates the entire Denver Nuggets team from start to finish sends a message. To the NBA, you know, Joel just just yesterday said that he, he. I hear all the noise about people saying I only play against bad teams or I only play when it's convenient or something like that. And he said, when my body allows me to play, I play. You know, so now he's put up a 50-piece on the Timberwolves, the best defense in the league at the time. And now he's showed up against Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets, the reigning NBA champions. Denver Nuggets and drops a 41 piece on Nikola Jokic and Aaron Gordon and anybody else, any other damn player that Mike Malone could pull out of the back of the damn locker room to try to throw at Joel Embiid. He's completely unstoppable at this point. He's completely unstoppable at this point. And I've been saying all season long, I know I'm the positive one. DJ Eastwood's the positive one. I'm the positive one. I've been saying all season long, when we go on a little bit of a slump, when we have some injuries, when we're playing without Joel and, 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 and a couple of guys are out and we're on a traveling back to back and we get blown out of the water and everybody says same Sixers, we need serious help. This is everybody jumps off the deep end on social media. Calm down. Yes. This is not the deepest Sixers team. This is not the deepest NBA team. This is one of the deepest Sixers teams, I think. And I think this is one of the best supporting casts that Joel Embiid's had throughout his career so far. Um, This is not the deepest team in the NBA. I will give you that. But when they are healthy and they have Joel Embiid healthy, they can compete with anybody in the NBA. And they just proved it again. 347 people in here. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the show. Give me 347 likes before we dive into everything and jump into some discord callers and hang out with you guys in the chat uh do me a favor close out the chat one time hit the thumbs up let's try to get over 500 live viewers in here tonight let's get it started let's get the let's get the best part of the season started off right let's get over 500 tonight so we need you to hit the like button for that to happen so close out the chat hit the like button all right if you're brand new we talk sixers on here every single day and we do sixers post game live after every single sixers game Subscribe to the channel and turn your notification bell on. And uh, the Discord link is pinned to the top of the chat for you to call into the show. My initial reaction to this game is Joel Embiid is completely unstoppable. The Denver Nuggets, you know, we started this game. They said, all right, we're going to have Jokic guard Embiid. That's what we're going to do to start this game. And Joel Embiid scored seven straight points to start the game. I'm not just saying Nikola Jokic can't guard Joel Embiid. Nobody can guard Joel Embiid. He scores seven straight points to start the game. And Mike Malone says, okay, let me put Aaron Gordon on him. So he puts Aaron Gordon on him basically for the rest of the game. And Joel Embiid could continue to dominate Aaron Gordon. Uh, It didn't matter who it was. He was absolutely cooking. The thing about Joel Embiid this season, I think his jump shot, is so good right now that it makes him completely unstoppable. I think his jump shot is the best that it's been his entire career. I think he put in a, a lot of work in another off season and he's so skilled. He's so big and strong and dominant, but the combination of a, of a lethal jump shot that he has, and when it's fallen the way that it's been, there's nothing you can do. You can step up and he can bully you back you down, turn you around, put you under the rim or draw you into a foul. You step back a little bit, he's just going to hit jumpers all day long. And that's exactly how he started the game, hitting jumpers over Jokic. They switch Aaron Gordon on to him. He's hitting jumpers over Aaron Gordon. He's just completely unstoppable. I will say, Joel got his ass kicked on the rebounds in this game. Nikola Jokic kicked his ass on the boards. Jokic had, I think, 10 offensive rebounds in the game. It was... It was getting pretty annoying. I think a lot of times Joel Embiid, uh, he gets rebounds just because he's bigger than everyone. And when he plays a guy like Jokic, who's a strategic rebounder, who really concentrates on getting his body in the right position as the ball goes up, that's why Jokic is such a good rebounder. It's not his, it's his height, yes, but it's not his athleticism, it's his IQ. And he really gets his body in the right position. And he was just uh, destroying uh, Embiid on, on the boards in this game. That was the only real negative that I had about this game was the rebounding. The the Denver Nuggets had a ton of offensive rebounds, but uh, Joel Embiid dominated from start to finish. Didn't matter who they threw at him. The Sixers supporting cast stepped up when they needed him to. You got some lockdown defense uh, late in the game by Patrick Beverly, Nicholas Batum, and the gang. Um, Tyrese Maxey got buckets when he needed to throughout the game felt like he was getting fouled a lot wasn't getting calls that kind of continues with maxi driving to the rim um but i thought he was being aggressive and uh making things happen when when i felt like we needed things to happen i do want to shout out our boy tobias harris because we're going into the fourth quarter and the nuggets made a run at the end of the third the nuggets went on a 12 to 2 run at the end of the third quarter we started to collapse a little bit and it was not fun. They went on a 12 to two run at the end of the third quarter. Joel Embiid had two turnovers in a row in that sequence. And it looked like we were collapsing a little bit. And I said, okay, what nurse usually does is he starts the fourth quarter with Paul Reed in the, in the gang and Joel Embiid on the bench. And it's usually Tyrese Maxey time. That's why Tyrese Maxey one of the leading fourth quarter scorers in the NBA. And I said, Tyrese, we need Tyrese to dominate the beginning of this fourth quarter until Joel Embiid comes back and continues what he's been doing. Tyrese Maxey did not do that. Tobias Harris did that. Tobias Harris dominated the first three or four minutes of the fourth quarter completely keeping the Philadelphia 76ers alive in this game. We were down 7-8, you know, before that after that 12-0 run that they had, we were up 97 to 92, I want to say. And suddenly we were down 104 to 97. That's just off the top of my head, it's probably not completely accurate, but Tobias Harris kept us afloat in the beginning of that fourth quarter. And he was playing like everybody's always wanted Tobias Harris to play. And I don't randomly just slander Tobias Harris for no reason. We just want him to play like this all the time. Physical, with purpose, taking the ball, squaring up against smaller defenders like Scooter Braun, uh, Christian Brown. I call him Scooter Braun because his name's not Brown. It's not spelled like Brown. I don't know who misspelled it and mispronounced it. But anyway, Christian Brown uh smaller players like uh I think he got Reggie Jackson in the paint a couple times or maybe uh Jamal Murray one-on-one in the paint. Tobias Harris scored I think uh the first six points for the Sixers in the fourth quarter to start the fourth quarter, kept us afloat and then Joel Embiid came back in and continued to dominate. Uh and it came down to the end of the fourth like we knew it was going it was going to man it was like 111, 111 with 4 minutes left and just here's my notes on the fourth quarter the sequences were fantastic uh Patrick Beverly blocks Jamal Murray from behind and this is why Kelly Oubre was not in the lineup at the end of the game because the suffocating defense Patrick Beverly was playing on Jamal Murray we have to point that out Patrick Beverly took Jamal Murray out of this game in the fourth quarter to the point where Nikola Jokic said, I'm going to have to start chucking threes or something because my guys can't score. And you know what Jokic likes to do? He likes to score when he feels like it's in rhythm and when he feels like it fits into the, into the offense. He's not a high volume shooter like a Joel Embiid, uh, but his guys weren't getting buckets in the fourth quarter. And then he forced up a couple of threes that didn't go either. But Patrick Beverly block on on Jamal Murray from behind into a Marcus Morris four-point play on the other end. Gotta love that Uncle Marcus getting involved. Uh, Joel Embiid, a full-court Euro step on Jokic off of another turnover. Uh, He had Aaron Gordon on the elbow then down late in the fourth quarter. Got him hand in the cookie jar, fouled him on the jump shot and won. And then he gets Nikola Jokic. Out at the three-point line, jab step, hits a three right in his grill. Uh, Patrick Beverly continues to play swarming defense on Jamal Murray. And to end the game, to literally put the nail in the coffin, Jamal Murray drives Nicholas Batum, a huge block on Jamal Murray. The dude goes flying into the next to the cameraman. Nicholas Batum just walked away. Like he ended the, he, he, he blocked the shot and just walked away. Like that's game. See you later. Uh, and then Embiid gets that, that Euro on Jokic. That was where he got the Euro on Jokic and one on the other side of the, of the, of the court. Uh, we, we stumbled a little bit at the end, right? Porter hits a three. Then, uh, the lady ref who hated us all night calls a foul on Embiid on a Michael Porter Jr. Three pointer, uh, because he, he was in his landing space nurse challenges it turns out it was a good call joel jumped at him and his foot was under him when he went in, when he went to land it's a you know you just it sucks but you can't do it uh you got to you got to contest the shot and get out of the way i probably wouldn't even want joel to be really contesting that shot at that point in the game 40 seconds left porter you know shooting a a three to try to bring it to like four points even with all three free throws that he made it was basically over uh, Tyrese Maxey went to the free throw line then and missed one. He missed two earlier. I don't know what's going on with Tyrese Maxey in the free throws. Um, I do think Tyrese was a little bit more passive in this game than I would have liked him. I didn't think he was attacking at times when I thought he had like lanes to attack and stuff. He did attack a lot. He put up 20 field goal attempts. He was 9 for 20. He was 4 for 9 from 3. Had 9 assists in the game. You can't complain about a 25 point game. I think the beginning of the fourth Tyrese Maxey really felt Tobias Harris kind of dominating and said, okay, that's what we're doing. We're going to Toby and, uh, you know, that's what we're doing. So I didn't, you know, I thought everybody played their role and played together. And obviously the plan was keep getting the ball to Joel cause he's dominating. Uh, and that was it. That was it. Sixers dominated the Denver Nuggets. Joel Embiid dominated the Denver Nuggets. He put 41, 10 and seven on Jokic's head on Aaron Gordon's head. Uh, and everybody can stop talking about the Sixers not beating good teams or whatever. I'm telling you right now, if they're healthy and they have Joel Embiid healthy, they can beat anybody. I honestly believe that a little bit of help at the trade deadline wouldn't hurt. Uh, but also if Tobias Harris continues playing the way that he's playing, then I don't even know what to say at this point, because last game, yesterday yesterday. Yeah, he only had like 10 points, I think, but I didn't really care that much because it wasn't in the flow of the offense. I didn't think, you know, I I don't know. Uh, they won kind of without him being a major part of the scoring threat in that game. When they needed him in this game, you know, he stepped up and gave you just some really, really good scoring runs uh, when you really needed it. So, like, let's not be prisoners of the moment, I guess, if we believe Tobias Harris is going to continue that, into the playoffs history tells us that's not going to happen, but I do want to be a little bit optimistic right now. He's never had a coach like Nick nurse. And I think every time Tobias Harris starts playing like a fraud and starts playing weak and starts going to the rim, uh, with these weak little floater layups and avoiding contact and not playing physical and not using his strength and his six foot eight frame. I think Nick Nurse gets in the lab and tells him to his face, you're playing soft. You are 6'8", 220. Use your body. Get in there. I mean, you got a Tyrese Maxey alley-oop to Tobias Harris to a two-hand slam in this game. I don't think I've ever seen a Tobias Harris alley-oop dunk. I don't think I've ever seen it. Somebody show, Somebody sent me the clip. Somebody sent me the clip. Where is it at? I just think when the Sixers fumble a little bit for a couple of games, they now have a coach that knows how to get on them, that knows how to hold them accountable. And he said it. We're going to go have a training camp style of practice because these motherfuckers don't want to box out. They don't want to play defense. They don't want to play transition defense. I don't accept the effort. It's different with this coach, man. I really think it is. Woo! Just what a win it was what a game it was what a win it was that was definitely the game of the year i honestly think that was the game of the year um you know and and that's just a great way to start off 2024 not that this is the first game of 2024 but a great game in january to to hype up the nba Uh, you know two two big time uh two big time uh teams playing good game and, and, and it going down to the stretch and finishing the way that it finished. I thought it was great. I thought it was great for the NBA and, uh, you know, let's keep it going, man. Uh, we'll get to some callers on the discord here and we'll take your comments in the chat. Best way to get your comment on the screen, of course, is to be a member of the channel. Thank you to everyone that supports the channel by becoming a member or super chats. Obviously super chats automatically get put on the screen and read on the, on the show because you're supporting me I want to show you love. So thank you to anyone that super chats or becomes a member of the channel. I appreciate you. And uh we're gonna to get to some some Discord callers. Listen, when I when I put your name in there, okay, say what you want to say. Here's why, here's why we do call ins, because I wanted to contribute to the show. I wanted to add an element to the show. All right. If I call you, if I put you in the call and you don't say anything, you're slowing down the show. A bunch of viewers leave and I got a bang on you. All right. So if you're not saying anything, I got to bang on you. It's nothing personal. I just got to keep the show moving, right? All right, let's get to the Discord. Here we go. Andre 299. Andre 2999999 in the Discord. What's going on, man?
2: Eastwood, what's good, man? Yo, great game, man. Great game. Absolutely, yo, like, bro. Yeah, between like a couple of year, weeks ago watching like Giannis versus Wambayana and then now this, yo, it's, it's a great time for the NBA, man. Because it it's is. a year to be. In.
1: It is. It is. I agree, man. I agree.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, yo, I'm just I didn't hear like all you said, but yo, are you hating on Tobias today or are you giving him his flowers? What what's what's nah, your take on Tobias? I'm giving him
1: his flowers, man. When the Sixers yeah. hey, listen, but this is why we get so frustrated with Tobias Harris, because this is what a forty million dollar player is supposed to do. This is what we want him to do when you need somebody to step up. He stepped up, he got the mismatches against smaller defenders. He went, he played physical, he got to the rim, he got to the free throw line a decent amount of times. There's games where Tobias Harris shoots zero free throws because he just does not attack. You know what I'm saying? So he played the way that everybody wants him to play. And yeah, I, I, how many free throws? Six free throws for Tobias Harris. So he played the way everybody wants him to play. He stepped up when you needed him to step up. And I loved it. I hope he can continue it. I, I'm not gonna say it's impossible I think he's a he's a different player with Nick Nurse. I think he has a, a coach that's kind of holding him accountable when he starts to play like a fraud a little bit.
2: Yeah, I mean, you don't think that like Maxi and and Embiid sometimes hold him back because obviously, I mean, Embiid wants that scoring title and Maxi wants to make the All Star team. You don't think that like some games he gets like sort of like lost in the shuffle because I mean the offense is pretty much like seventy percent those two guys.
1: Well, yeah, I think, you know, like yesterday, he I think he only had 10 yesterday, and I didn't really care that much because it was Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid. And, uh, you know, yeah, if, if it's not part of the offensive rhythm, it is what it is. It's, it's really when you see him with the ball in his hands and you need something and you just see him kind of just fold mentally. You know, that Boston Celtics game earlier in the season was, was terrible. There's a lot of bad games that he had, a lot of bad games. Where the sixers were down or playing without joel and and you would like for him to step up and give you a 20 and he scores five in 30 minutes you know games like that but i <laughs> loved it tonight man you got anything else yeah, for me bro yeah.
2: yeah man yo the rebounding problem what's you think that's gonna be a problem moving forward or is that just something we got to deal with
1: man it's such a good topic um i think the i i want to say the problem is really just personnel more than anything you know they just don't have they don't have guys that can rebound. You know what I mean. When you look at especially the bench lineups, when you look at Marcus Morris. Tobias Harris is just not a very good rebounder either. For for you know, I think he could be better. But it's the uh, that that lineup of Mar- with Marcus Tobias. Uh, who else was out there? They were just getting killed on the boards before Embiid came back, and Embiid was getting killed yeah, on the boards we'll be- too.
2: Yeah. Embiid only had seven rebounds today. That's that's weird. I don't know. I Yo, mean, Jokic seven. is Jokic is a great
1: rebounder, man. He was killing Embiid on the boards.
2: Yeah, like twelve offensive rebounds or something like that. I, I'm, inter- I'm
1: interested to see how they how they fix that issue though. I am.
2: I, I honestly I don't think they will, man. I think the priority is getting that cap space this offseason, man. Cause I mean, there's gonna be a lot of money this offseason, a lot of money coming off the books. So I mean, I'm I'm worried. I think this is just a problem that we gotta deal with. Man, because yeah, this this offseason, the type of money that the Sixers are gonna have is the team's gonna should look a lot different next year.
1: You might be right, Andre. Hey man, thanks for the call, brother. Appreciate the contribution. Shout out to Andre on the Discord. Yeah, the Sixers definitely have a rebounding issue. I, I just think it's personnel really, you know. They don't have a lot of guys that fly and crash the glass and have the athleticism to you know, they're just slow off the first step you know, Tobias, Marcus Morris, uh, the Nuggets killed him on the boards in this game. They got killed on the boards, you know, a couple games, a couple games this season. They got killed a lot of, a lot of games this season. Jerry HSU. Thank you for the super chat. My man. I appreciate it. Joel Jordan and bead no more playoff chokes. Hey man, we'll see. We'll see again. I don't, I don't consider him a playoff choker. I I he's injured in the playoffs every single year. That's my problem with Joel Embiid is that he's injured in the playoffs every year. You know, I'm not I don't think he's healthy and he folds and doesn't perform. He just gets hurt every single time. So that's still the big if, man. If he's healthy, the Sixers can compete with anybody. Jonathan Himes, a member of the channel for 34 Months. Let me do some math. 12, 24, 30, almost three years. My dude has been a member of the channel. Who could ever have believed you would be the positive one? This was a huge win, but it'll never be enough for Jokic stands. Well, I mean, they're Denver fans. They're not going to praise Joel Embiid. You know what I'm saying? One more super chat here. Nick Marchetti, my guy. Uh, but that is a good point. You know, Who would ever thought you would be the positive one? It just shows that I was never, I was never just out here being negative For effect or for views. People used to say that. They used to say, Oh, I'm not. Some of the other creators at the time used to hate on me. I'm not going to say names. They'd say, I'm not going to get all red in the face and scream to get a bunch of views. I'm like, Bro, I was actually pissed off at what I was watching. I wasn't doing it for views. It got me views, (laughs) but I wasn't just randomly screaming. I hated watching Ben Simmons play basketball. That's the main thing. And then I hated watching Doc Rivers coach. The team. That's another thing. We're here now. We're being positive because we're here now. Uh Nick Marchetti would love an Aaron Gordon type of player. Nick on the money, dude. That would be big time. That would help our rebounding a lot. Uh, I would love an Aaron Gordon type of player too. You know, it would be an interesting fit with Joel, though, having a you know a power forward that really scores points in the paint. Uh we'll see what they do with the trade deadline on the Discord, C block. My dude, C block. You can unmute your mic in the Discord, my man. C-Block, 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 C-Block going once. Hey, yo, C-Block, C-Block, what's up? Yo, C-Block, can you turn the volume off in the background, please? All right, C-Block's back in the waiting room. He's not talking, and I can hear myself in the background. Chef Savvy on the air, Chef Savvy. You can unmute your mic in the Discord, my man.
3: Hey, what's Yo. going on, DJ E.
1: What's going on, man? Chef Savvy in the house.
3: Yo, it's Chef Savvy, man. I was watching that game, man. I don't care who you are. You could be a Magic fan, Rockets fan. I don't care what type of fan. That was a great game.
1: Yeah, that was a that was a great game for basketball fans. You're absolutely right, man. It was it was it was two two MVP candidates, the top two MVP candidates. Uh, there's so many narratives throughout the whole NBA season about both guys and who's better and the MVP and whatever. So it's great for the NBA to get them to match up against each other healthy, and it goes down to the wire like that. It was, it was, dude, that was serious entertainment.
3: Yeah, I was just glad that I got to you know watch it. I'm, I'm a chef, so I'd be cooking a lot, and today I had some time. So just to be able to watch that game was a blessing, man. Oh, was, dude, bro. shout out to you being fun,
1: a man. chef, man. I'm a, I'm pretty hungry yeah, right, right in now. Philly. You're a you chef know. in Philly.
3: Yes, sir. Right in Philly. I'm from Lehigh, I have, so.
1: Shout what out to that man. What you got for Yo, me, Chef?
3: Yo, so I, I got a platter for you, man. Just hit me up on Instagram. I got it on my bio. You know, I'm in the Discord, so. Oh, right, cool. Me. I got you with a platter for free on it.
1: Let's do it, man. I'll be there.
3: Hey, my guy. I appreciate you. One more thing, I want to say to you real quick, Eastwood. Before I dip out, I'm yeah, go ahead. Watching. I just think. I'm going to bring this up one more time. I know you're going to hate me for this. It's Zach Levine again. <laughs> I just think we just need I'm sorry, bro. I know no, this really no, guys. It. That's why you're no calling. Players, you want to say what you want to say. That's why you're calling. <laughs> Listen, bro, I forgot to say something last time, and I'm going to leave it go. I promise I won't bother you again with it. I just think we could use another guy, a third guy. We're talking about role players and marginal players. Look, that's not going to get it done dude like what i'm trying to say is like we need another star player like when it comes to playoff time Maxie's not going to be able to do what he, or what he's going to be doing i'm not hating or anything i love Maxie. yeah i can feel him slowing down a little bit he's young yeah he's uh-huh. young too but bringing zach levine in the picture everybody's scared of his contract oh you know i'm from philly i know that you know we're not really a big market team you don't see guys saying hey i want to come to philly no so being able to maybe snatch it up with some longevity you know, for a couple years, that's a good thing for us. He's not bad. He's a good guy. He's athletic. He can score. He's going to get you points. He's going to get you 30. Like I said, he doesn't want to be in Chicago. He's not playing hundred percent. Bro, I know what that guy going to do. I just think he's going to work well with it. And I don't think we'll change a lot on defense. I think we'll be fine. I like, you know, I like Levine. Rebounding. Sk- uh, don't ask me. Rebounding. <laughs>
1: I like Levine's skill set, man. I do. I just think everybody's trying to stay away from that, that contract. And I just think he's had performances, you know, in the past year or two, uh, that don't warrant that contract. You know, if everybody felt like he was worth that money, they'd be, they'd be lined up to trade for him right now. I think he has tendencies. He has tendencies to disappear. And you know, he has a game just this season where he scored two points in 27 minutes in a bull's blowout. Uh, he has, he has tendency. And, and you said he's not trying in Chicago, but that's, then that's stabbing himself in the foot because he can't get out of Chicago because he's making this much money and you're not showing that you're worth that. So you not trying in Chicago is gonna leave you stuck in Chicago. You know what I'm saying?
3: No, that's a good point. I didn't see it that way. That's yeah. really a good point. So this guy's looking like he got the Ben simmons items, huh?
1: <laughs> I just think he's, a, he's better than Tobias Harris, but I just see a little bit of Tobias Harris mentality sometimes. <laughs>
3: No, I agree, because I was talking in the chat earlier with somebody, and I agree. I do think I can see it both ways, but I, I just don't know. I just don't see any role players coming here and pushing us to that next level that we need to be. I think I'd rather be better on offense, score some more points, because in defense, we got to be <laughs> we good. Like.
1: We'll see, man. Hey, thanks for the call, brother. I appreciate it.
3: I, I appreciate you too, man. Like, I got you with a platter. I'm serious, man, so hit me up, man.
1: Yeah, DM me on Instagram. Let me know where it is.
3: All right, I will, bro. Have a good night, all right? All right, bro.
1: Shout out to Chef Savvy. He's getting free dinner when he comes to Philly. Let's go. That's why I started this YouTube channel. So five years, four years in, I could get a chef to call the show and give me free dinner in the, in the beautiful city Philadelphia. That's why I did it. Stacey Clark, thanks for the super chat. Embiid showed who the best center is and why can't I buy memberships anymore? Oh, damn, you're trying to gift memberships and it's not letting you. I don't know. I don't know why YouTube's hating on me, but thank you for the attempt. Anyway, I appreciate that. Thank you for being a member of the show and thank you for super chatting the show. Uh, and beat showed who the best center is. Yeah. For me, like it just depends on what you look like. It's almost like a Michael Jordan, LeBron James comparison to me, two totally different style of players. You know what I'm saying? And people are just going to say one is first of all, people are going to say one is better than the other because one plays for their favorite team. There's not a Denver Nuggets fan that's going to say Joel Embiid is better than Nikola Jokic. There's not a 76ers fan that's going to say Nikola Jokic is better than Joel Embiid. It's just not going to happen. We are biased fans of our of our favorite sports teams, but also they're just two totally different players. I, I think, I just think Jokic is uh, a seven-foot point guard uh, who can get in the paint when he needs to, and he's a very, very good Rebounder because his basketball IQ is just through the roof. Joel Embiid is just uh a offensive and defensive dominant force. Uh and he's an absolutely unstoppable scorer. You know, uh my guy Swipe McCann likes to point out that Jokic doesn't have to score because he he plays more of a finesse game and he gets his guys involved and he tries to say it like it's a slight to Joel Embiid, but realistically, Jokic is just not even close to the level of scorer that Joel Embiid is. I don't think anybody can really argue that. Joel Embiid at this point is completely unstoppable. There's nothing you can do. They throw Jokic at him. They throw Aaron Gordon at him. You could throw anybody at him. I mean, he put 51 points on Karl-Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert, who was back-to-back defensive player of the year at one point. I don't know anybody that can stop Joel and beat right now. And if we just get this version of him in the playoffs, this healthy version, I think we can beat anybody. I really do. I think we can beat anybody. If we get this version of Joel in the playoffs, I think we can beat anybody. Uh, it's Tori's been hanging out in the Discord. It's Tori, what's going on? Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being patient. What's, what's up?
4: Hey, what's up Eastwood? What's up, big fan? I think I've been in the playback a few times.
1: Appreciate you, man. But-
4: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You already know. Um. So I know you, I was just listening to you going on about how Embiid's the best center and like, and how like, or like how Embiid or Jokic can be the best center, depending on who you ask. But yeah. it's funny that you said that because I'm here to say that Embiid is the best and it's honestly no debate. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, they're both around similar sizes and me, I'm kind of an eye test type of guy. I mean, the analytics or the analytics and the stats and the stats, but when uh-huh. have you, when have you seen Jokic? Come down the court, hit somebody with the hat to tat tat <laughs> tat, and step back for a three. Never. I we, mean, I mean, we've seen them. we seen them come down and do like a jump shot from like forty feet and hit that game winner. But yeah. we've never seen him do like a a Paul George ass type of between no. the legs behind the back.
1: No. Here's the thing, if 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 Jokic. Uh, and it's a, it's a, it's a compliment to Mike Malone and the Nuggets offensive system and the way that they built their roster. Everything works Mm -hmm. perfectly around Nikola Jokic. You know what I mean? Joel Embiid's been playing with some of the worst built rosters you could think of he's and, and if Jokic was in some of the situations that Joel Embiid's been in, he couldn't the, if the team needed him to drop 50 to win a game, he couldn't do it. Yeah. That's what we're on, you know, because there's games where people are, and people say like, oh, the Sixers are in trouble because they're relying on Embiid and they might be right. But when you need Embiid to give you 40 to win, he's giving you 40 to win.
4: And it's funny that you say that because I actually got cooked for having a very similar take like this in the discord, like a few minutes before the show started. Because I said, <laughs> if you take Jokic and you take Embiid and make them swap teams, then then there's a really, that, that no question, probably Embiid's probably winning the championship just like Jokic is last year. Because that Denver team is constructed with wings, athleticism, a good point guard, and a coach who knows what he's doing. Yeah, and all that thing, all those things are shit that we've been crying for as Sixers fans for years now.
1: I think you're absolutely right, man. And I think uh, I think it's I think we're, we're the way Nick Nurse is doing it, and the way Daryl Murray's is trying to do it. They're kind of trying to model it after Denver. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you want you want Maxi to be Jamal Murray. You want Tobias to be Michael Porter Jr. He was that tonight. He's not always yeah. that. Uh, they you know Aaron Gordon would be nice. It would be nice to have a, an Aaron Gordon style player. Maybe Nick Batum is that guy, not the same type of player, but our version of of that position. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I I agree. Joel Joel would win a championship on that Denver Nuggets roster, definitely.
4: Yeah, but that's all I have, man. I appreciate you, appreciate the channel, and y'all make sure to hit the damn like button.
1: Yeah, hit the damn like button. Thanks, Tori. I appreciate it. Oh man, I'm sweating up here. It was cold earlier. Now I'm hot. It is what it is. We're going, uh, what else are we talking about, man? Let's, let's look at the stats here and, uh, see if we can pull anything else out here. Uh, Chrissy Ish, thanks for being here. Please. We don't need any more divas. Levine can stay where he is. Yikes. Uh, Zach Levine, I'm telling you, man, he's, he's, he's screwing his own trade value and he came back and he's been playing decent, but, um, it, the the reason nobody wants him is because of, you know, his tendencies to disappear and he's leaving himself stuck in uh, Chicago. Marcus Morris senior, seven points off the bench. Uh, Patrick Beverly's eight points off the bench. Patrick Beverly was massive in this game, man. He was huge in this game. His defense on Murray in the fourth quarter was big time. And you know what? Like we talk about uh, trading for Alex Caruso or trading for DeJounte Murray. And we need a more, uh, a better defensive point guard. Who's a a facilitator at the same time. And like, I say it too, I say, I love Pat Bev, but if you can get Caruso or if you can get DeJounte Murray, but I got to just give credit to Patrick Beverly at 35 years old, this dude was written off. Literally, nobody thinks he has anything left in the tank. I didn't think he had anything left in the tank. I was talking shit when we signed him in the middle of the summer. I was like, Patrick Beverly, really like cool. It'll be fun to watch him get in a couple fights, but he's not going to do anything. He doesn't have anything left. I totally wrote him off. He is just a fighter, man, and he is just out there. And it's like Patrick Beverly just has that dog mentality. He ha- he's the epitome of that dog mentality where it's like, yeah, I'm 35. I shouldn't have anything left in the tank, but the only reason I'm in this league is because I never stopped fighting and believing that I could be here. Patrick Beverly is going to play basketball until his legs don't work anymore because he just has that mentality. And what he did in the fourth quarter defensively was just incredible. And uh, I don't know, man. Like I don't know if that's sustainable. I don't know if you need a better backup point guard But Patrick Beverly looked like an animal in this game defensively on Jamal Murray in the fourth quarter, and I loved it. And so I just want to shout him out. If you get Caruso or you get DeJounte and Pat plays less minutes, that's the business. That's the way it is. But I just fucking love Patrick Beverly, man. And I didn't think I was going to enjoy him as much as I do. I love Patrick Beverly in a Sixers uniform. I love it. Hey, Stacey Clark, thanks for the super chat. I appreciate that. Let's celebrate their third super on a live stream. Hey, shout out to Stacey and Clark for s- supporting the channel. I still had the music on there. It was a double whammy. Uh, thanks for the super chat. Thanks for the support. Couple more callers in the discord. Who we got here. We got B, B hanging out in the discord. It's abbreviated names. Now. I don't know why it's abbreviated names. B. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. What's going on, man? What's your name?
0: Uh, my real name's Andrew, but yeah, big red belly stage oh, name. Big red in gotta, the
1: Discord. I'm gonna call you Big Red.
0: That sounds good. That sounds good. I What's just got going a quick on, thing man? to say. First of all, it. I like the idea of, of Levine, but that contract is killer.
5: Oh, yeah, 43
0: a million oh, yeah. a year for five years.
1: The end of it's 48. I mean, the last two years is 48 Jesus. and 50, I think, or 48 and 49 or something.
0: You're locking him down with Embiid for the rest of Embiid's career, basically. Yeah, I don't know if I can make that commitment.
1: That's what. That's that's yeah, exactly you, that. Ex- it's been my exact take on it: is that you got to be damn sure that that's the player you want for the rest of Joel Embiid's prime, because you're you're stuck with that, you know.
0: Personally, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I think I think you've made the points of like he disappears sometimes, and you can't pay him that much. It's the same thing with Toby, which you've been saying. And I just I don't think they need that much. Yeah, I, I exactly. I mean, look it up tonight. We're missing Melt, we're missing Rocco and we just beat the reigning envy the reigning championship.
1: Yeah, and they were I mean, and they were great. and they were and they're healthy and they were, you know, they're not playing a back-to-back. There's, you know, they were they were ready to go. We took them out. Mm-hmm. It was That, uh, would, it that was, would be this would be an amazing NBA Finals series.
0: Oh my. I mean, Shaq <laughs> was saying it uh during the broadcast. Yeah. The two big men in the league and another thing, uh, last quick thing. Everyone, I mean, the announcers tonight were awful. One of them went off a five minute tangent about how who he would rather coach. And he said, I would rather coach Jokic because Embiid disappears in the playoffs. I'm like, Are you serious from National Television?
1: Yeah, they don't know what they're this talking is, about.
0: This is and this is what I've been telling everyone that's been talking crap on Embiid. Dirk Nowitzki was considered a playoff choker until he had the one good run. Yep. It, team. It's all about one good run. It and, could change and any. People
1: year. make it sound like that team wasn't good, but Jason Kidd, Jason Terry, all, they were Sean they Marion, were bro, they had they were a good they team. They had
0: Hall of Famers. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, it takes one good run and then Embiid's on top of the world better than Jokic, which I think Woo! he is, but just takes um, takes, um, takes one.
1: I'm getting excited for it. Hopefully they don't rip our hearts out like they always do, but it, it yeah, it just takes I one, know. you know. Somebody was talking uh is Joel and be the best sixer of all time? They, they actually watch uh, watch playback. Uh, playback uh, put me in the tweet and asked the question. They were asking a question on a show, and I was like, "If he gets a ring, I think it's solidified." He's, you know, I love my boy Iverson. Iverson did amazing things with with a, oh my gosh, with, yes. a with a with a roster of no no other All Stars besides you know Dikembe Matumbo one year, mm-hmm. and at, but Joel and beat at his size and his skill level is just something. Uh, maybe him and Iverson are even because Iverson, at his size and his skill level, was crazy. Being, yeah, it's, being, uh, it's
0: it's two complete opposite yeah, sides. Yeah,
1: the, the smaller guy that shouldn't be able to do these types of things, and a bigger guy that shouldn't be able to do these types of things. But if Joel Embiid gets a ring, I think he's number one.
0: I think he's actually this is this might be a hot take. I think he's the best six of all time, but he's not the greatest yet. So you, I you think think he's think the most skilled? Yeah, yeah. He he he. If you're putting him anywhere, I think he is the better singular player but the accolades, the uh, the legacy just isn't up to what like the, the the dr j leaves
1: i'm with you on that i'm with you on that yep all right man thanks for calling
0: yep you have a good night
1: later man yeah shout out to the callers we got good callers see the discords on fire tonight this is why we went straight Discord, so we don't have the random guy calling from Antarctica with a bad signal on the phone line. Uh, and shout out to everybody that's joined the Discord, man. We've been real active in the Discord, chopping it up, going back and forth. We had a troll in there today, uh, who I banned three different times because he was talking trash on Tyrese Maxi. He was trying to tell us all that Tyrese Maxi, Maxi, um, oh, no, he's in there right now actually, and he won't join. He won't join. I told him, I told him, join the call in and call the show, and I don't think he'll do it. I'm looking right at him right now. Okay, I'm looking at you, bro. You're still in the Discord. You're still posting messages, but you won't join. The, you won't call the show. Go on, bro. What's up? What's up? We're waiting for you. We're waiting for you. <laughs> the whole Discord's calling him out, and he won't jump in. He won't jump in, man. We'll move. He said, I can't come in. I tried. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure, buddy. Discord's the most user-friendly thing ever made. You drag your fucking finger into the call-in room. Nice try. Anyway, F is waiting. We'll get to the callers that actually want to contribute to the show. We don't need to talk to a troll anyway. (laughs) F, what's going on, man? Yeah, hello? Yeah, what's your Discord name, man? I don't know why it's abbreviating names.
6: Oh my my real name is foras but my discord name is Fissy. foras yeah
1: what's up foras what you got for me man how you feeling uh
6: i feel good about this game um i'm going to give you a few points then I and mean, then i'm going to ask you a question uh all right, man first i want to say that what you said about Bev, i 100% agree we all wrote him off in the beginning but he's proven time and time again that he is a dog like he will uh you know, give you uh, what you need in those big moments. Uh, He shot a couple of threes and played, you know, really good defense. I'm just really happy with what Papa gave us today.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I loved it. I loved it.
6: Yeah, and I also want to say that, you know, the more I watch Tarius Maxi, the more I'm just satisfied with the future of this team. Like, even if we don't win a championship this year, I'm still, like, Solid on the next one or two years of Embiid's prime, just because of Tyrese Maxi and how he keeps developing and growing, and uh, like I'm just I'm just so happy to watch him.
1: Absolutely, absolute fact. And I forgot to point this out in the Tyrese Maxi in this game. Every time the Nuggets doubled Joel at the at the three point line or right on the elbow, and Maxi was at the top of the key, Joel kicked it back to him and, and he and he hit the three. You know, almost every single time he made him pay. And that's such a valuable piece to have because for so long in Joel Embiid's career, he would get doubled and tripled, and he didn't have that damn point guard that he could kick it to who could hit the three. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah love
6: sure. it. Uh, ben Simmons was a pro. James Harden wasn't really a catch-and-shoot guy. <laughs> right, t- exactly. James James overall. is
1: a scorer, but, yeah, he wasn't even a catch-and-shoot guy, so you still didn't have that guy.
6: Yeah. Yeah. What's the question? And, uh, I, I've got one more question for you. Yeah. So Tobias Harris played really well this game. He's been playing well for ever since that, you know, training camp style of practice that so he's been playing really well. Yeah. So uh, so I got a question for you. What's up? Do you think that like hypothetically say he keeps playing like this and he's consistent, you know, hypothetically, would you say that he is, is like valuable to this team and we shouldn't trade him or would you rather someone else?
1: Uh, if he keeps playing like this, I would say don't trade him at the trade deadline and probably see if, you know, he'll, he'll sign for less money next season. If you feel like he can continue playing like this, I was so high on Tobias Harrison at the beginning of this season. Cause he was playing like this, you know what I mean? He was playing physical, he was yeah. playing with purpose and he just wasn't shying away from contact and just, he wasn't being a fraud. And then there was segments of the season yeah. so far where He had five games in a row where it was like his meant his mental just shrunk and he disappeared and he and he clammed up and he quit and i think i think nick nurse is uh bringing him back out of it a little bit uh i love this version of tobias harris so if you're saying he continues to play like this then yeah there's no reason to get rid of him at all
6: but we'll see uh okay thanks for the call
1: brother i appreciate it yeah yeah man that's that's just how i feel you know um i've always just called it like i see it man I, I i just say the way that it is you know yesterday during the eagles game i was talking shit on jalen hurts in certain parts of the game and people were again calling me a hater and then i said he threw a dime um to Devonte smith almost in the end zone and someone said oh i thought you i thought hurts was playing like shit." i'm like he t- i'm I'm saying he threw a great pass. When he he sucks, I say he sucks. When he throws a great pass, I say he throws, you know what I'm saying? What do you want from me here? That's what I do with Tobias Harris, bro. If he plays great, I'm like, thank you. This is awesome. Keep doing that. If he plays like shit, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You're playing like a fraud. I don't know how else to do it. I don't know how else to do it. Uh, let's bang through these discord colors. Cause I don't want to leave anyone high and dry. And then we're going to get up out of here. S is on the line S. Uh, is that shell knock? Is that who that is? Yeah. Oh, what's up, man? Actually I can drag this and then I can see the names. I think I'm stupid. No, I can't. I don't know how to see the names. Oh, well, what's up, man. How you yeah. doing?
7: What's going on, man? I know we talked a couple of times on, uh, on Twitter and all that. Yeah, bro. And I was also added in that um uh, playback thing today. I just noticed that earlier. Yeah. I yeah.
1: Like, oh. yeah, I I just looked at the tweet. I didn't I don't think I listened to what they were saying, but I looked at yeah. the tweet.
7: Um so I wanted to make that point on um the Levine uh, stuff that's been going on. I, I don't want them. I they need to go into the the season with the flexibility of having the ability to sign people cuz I know they got to sign Maxie obviously too. The whatever max contract which i wish they would have done before this season's because now it's keeps going up now especially since he's probably gonna make that all-star appearance and then um i think they need to sign obviously like Ubre and some of these other guys back but um i like the points on the um pat bev that you're talking about with like he has been playing good like i saw last game he had 10 5 and 6. like mm-hmm. you weren't if you're gonna tell me a game that pat bev was gonna be doing at least scoring double digits in multiple games and especially some of those when Embiid was out but he scored twenty points. Yeah
1: twenty six see Twenty
7: points from Pat Bev during a regular season game. I was Yeah. I don't know. And, um I wanted to get your opinion. I i feel like you've probably talked on it a couple of times, but like Tyus Jones, I just feel like the Sixers should get like go for him because I feel like he's not as expensive. Can come off the bench can start if you need to when people like Melton's out. And he just gives more ball handling and obviously a little more scoring than other people because I was, mm-hmm. I was at the game today. I go to Temple. So I was at the Sixers game today because I wanted to see Embiid versus Jokic. And um, obviously, Maxi was missing like a, a couple free throws at the end there. I feel like he was a little tired. And obviously, um, when Tobias was scoring a lot, that was big because if he wasn't doing that, I honestly think that they might have like started losing that game at that point. Yeah. But I was going to, wanted to get your opinion on Tyus Jones for a second there.
1: Yeah, I think Tyus Jones is is a a great option, and I do think the Sixers they lack just straight up ball handlers on the roster. You know what I mean? When you look at Boston and you see like Derek White and Peyton Pritchard and Drew Holiday and like so many teams have three or four like actual ball handling point guards on the team, uh, the Sixers definitely lack that, and I think a lot of times DeAnthony Melton tries to do things that he can't really do too well because. You know, you just need someone at certain points to create some some offense. So I think having an extra ball handler on the rosters, that, that can't hurt at all. Uh, I, I would be all for Tyus Jones. You're right. You, I don't know what you'd have to give up for him, uh, but yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like I
7: it. I feel like that's someone that they need to do. And my opinion on Tobias always is that when he thinks too much, that's when something bad happens. If he does a quick decision like catch and shoot or does a quick turnaround jumper, I feel like that's when he's at his best. Right. Um, that's when I, owe every time I see Tobias, I'm, I see him start dribbling. I'm like, all right, we're going to get a garbage shot or mm-hmm. a dumb turnover. Yep. But if he does catch and shoot quick post up two dribble, spin jumper, that's when he's so much more effective than he ever can be. And I saw that tonight and I was glad to see it tonight. And I'm glad these last couple of games he's been doing this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think. There was a lot of, we saw it a lot under Brett Brown. We saw it a lot under Doc Rivers. Just no motion in the offense. Joel Embiid getting double teamed. And then you just get a Tobias Harris ISO that he just stands there and dribbles for 20 seconds. And yeah, dude, if he's just like, just go, man. Just go. Just make a move and go. Yeah. You're right. uh, You're right, man. Hey, Sheldon, thanks for calling the show, man. I appreciate it.
7: No problem. No problem.
1: Yeah, buddy. Uh, We got Gabe... Wait, who else? Hertz, Hertz Prods was waiting before. We'll get to Hertz Prods, then we'll get to Gabe, and then I'll decide if I want to talk to the troll who's who decided to finally join. Oh, no, he left again as soon as I said his name. Hertz Prods, what's going on, man? Yo. Hertz Prods going once, going Can twice. Yeah, what's going on, man? Hello. What's up? All right, Hurt's Prize is out of here. Uh Gabe Cowley is in Gabe Cowley. Gabe, what's up, man? How you doing? Yo, Gabe, your mic is muted. There Yo. you go, Gabe. What's going on, man?
5: Yo, I don't I don't have too much to say, honestly. All I really gotta say is I love KO. I love Kelly.
1: Kelly he's Uber. Been, and?
5: He's been everything we've needed him to be. That steal in the beginning of the game. That's big energy. I love him flexing on people.
1: Oh, yeah. That was huge, yeah. Yeah, that was huge.
5: Dude, classic Joel Masterclass game. He cooks Jokic every single time. I don't know how he does it, but... Man, does he just... He just rags on Jokic every single time they play. I love seeing it. realistically,
1: Realistically, Jokic doesn't have the athleticism to defend Joel Embiid. I mean, it's not even... You know what I mean? It's not even close, really. Jokic is just too... He's just too slow and unathletic to guard Joel Embiid, and that's not a knock on Jokic. That's an actual thing... Anybody that denies that is just denying that. He, Joel, is huge physical offensive force. Nikola Jokic is not known as a defender at all. He can't guard Joel Embiid. It's not even close.
5: Exactly, and I mean, all they really have to try and guard Joel is what Aaron Gordon, and even with Aaron Gordon, he just he doesn't have the size. Joe just shoots over him every single time.
1: That's why they. Uh, yeah, that's why they switched Aaron Gordon onto him right away because he, he scored seven straight points on Jokic to start the game, and they, they put Gordon on him right away.
5: Yes, and the only other thing I have is I really like the idea. I know it's a little weird. I really like the idea of a uh, of a Terry Rozier trade. How do you feel about that?
1: Scary Terry. Yeah, I don't. I, hate. I love Terry. All right, man. I'm I'm gonna answer that. Uh, thanks for calling the show. Yeah, uh, Scary Terry, man. I love Scary Terry. Um, I haven't again. I haven't watched a lot of what the, uh, Charlotte Hornets have done this season. Cause who in the hell would want to watch a Charlotte Hornets game? But, uh, you know, free Terry, get Terry Rozier up out of there. Um, and yeah, I I would love I would love uh, Terry Rozier off the bench. I don't know. Terry Rozier probably wants a starting point guard job somewhere in the NBA at this point. Uh, Kay, Kay, you were in the waiting room and now you left again, man. What's going on, Kay? You don't want to. You don't want to have a chat, man. Uh, Kay is in. He's typing his heart out, being a little keyboard warrior over here. He says, uh, "It keeps kicking me out. I would smoke this bearded brother. Uh, I, I, all you got to do is be in the waiting room, bro, and I put your name in there, and we have a chat. But you keep running away, bro. So uh, as soon as I get a chance, you're gonna get banned again." And any account that you make after that is just going to get banned automatically because nobody wants to hear you talk, man. AJ, analysis. Yo, what's good? What's up, man? How you doing?
6: I'm doing good, man. I really enjoyed that game. That was a very entertaining game. But I want to talk about a a trade that – two trades, basically, that no one has really talked about. AJ, with the trades? Go ahead, man. uh, So the first one is uh, Cam Johnson and Dorian Finney-Smith. I think we can trade Tobias Harris, a couple first-round picks. That makes us deeper. Uh, We get more wings to guard Tatum. Cam Johnson can be our Bruce Brown, and maybe Dorian Finney-Smith would be our Aaron Gordon.
1: Yeah, look, if the the Brooklyn Nets give you Cam Johnson and Dorian Finney-Smith for Tobias Harris and a couple first-round picks, they are high on something. Because that is insane. Cam uh, Johnson, I think, has serious potential. Uh, young guy at, at 6'10 with his skill set. Um, unless the Brooklyn Nets really want to blow it up and they want that $40 million in cap space expiring contract that bad and you give them the 2028 unprotected, but I still think I still think there's other teams that have more draft picks that if they really wanted to blow it up they could get a lot. They turned down apparently four first round draft picks for Mikel Bridges. I uh, just saw that report. Um I just think that's unattainable. I agree if that was possible. Hell yeah. Give me Cam Johnson and 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 Dorian Finney-Smith. What's your next and then
6: one? And what about what about PJ Washington and Terry Rozier? P.J. Washington being our Aaron Gordon, Terry Rozier being our Bruce Brown.
1: I like it. Look, AJ, thanks for calling the show, man. Look, uh, those are the two—the the Terry Rozier and P.J. Washington type of trade. Or you know, people say Levine and Caruso, even though Levine's contract is what it is, and he doesn't—you know—it's that's not going to happen. Uh those are the two type of players that I think the Sixers could benefit from adding the most is just a backup ball handler, Terry Rozier. And a four who can, you know, has a little bit of offensive game, it it can rebound, and I think the Sixers, obviously, you see it. You know, when they play Marcus Morris and these guys, love him to death, but can't really defend, can't rebound too well, and they just get smoked on the boards. They need help. They need help with athletic rebounders, definitely, and they could always use another ball handler. So I agree with you completely. Um, Is Kay going to get on the line? Here he is. Here he is, the man of the hour. Kay, unmute your mic. Oh, he left again. You fraud. You absolute fraud. I put him on the air and he left. Just like a little keyboard warrior troll that you are. Uh, Anyway, thank you everyone for tuning in. There's 501 people in here still listening. Uh, Hit the like button. Please close out the chat. Hit the like button one time. The Sixers beat the Denver Nuggets. Joel Embiid dominates from start to finish. It was great. It was everything we wanted it to be. It was perfect. And the Sixers need to feed off of this momentum. Uh, I think when they're healthy and they have Joel Embiid healthy, they can compete with anybody. Uh, And this game showed the rest of the NBA world that that's absolutely true. A little bit of help at the trade deadline wouldn't hurt, but the Sixers healthy with Joel Embiid healthy can compete with anybody. Joel Embiid is completely unstoppable. That's all I got, man. Thanks for tuning in. You can listen to these shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all their platforms if you want to. Uh, Give me a like. Subscribe if you're new. Shout out to everybody. I will see you soon.
3: Post game live on Friday. Peace.